Hey girl, hey. Hey mama. Hey, hey lady. You are tuned in to the Scenes from a Single Mom podcast. We don't grow alone, and this podcast ensures that you don't have to. Grab your journal and a drink and join us. Welcome back to another episode of the Scenes from a Single Mom podcast. I am your co-host, Tiffany Huffstruthers, and today I am joined with the phenomenal Agape, and she is our co-host. She is going to be an author in Scenes from a Single Mom, Volume 4, which will be available in early August. Of course, you know how I do it. I believe that we do the best at introducing ourselves. So, C, please let everyone know who you are beyond your bio. Oh, beyond my bio. Well, my bio is only like two sentences long. I'm Haley's mom. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but who I am, I'm a creative, um, I'm a giver, um, I'm an introvert, uh, uh, all things music, my favorite color is gray. (laughs) Really? If that helps, yeah. I didn't know that. My favorite color is gray. I would have picked pink. And black. Mm-mm, those are my accent colors. Oh, okay, but the yeah, accent. Gray and black are my favorite colors, if that, that helps you narrow down how introverted I am. I like my space. <laughs> so I want to dig into a little bit of your story. And specifically, one of the themes that you have that is being woven through your story is, you know, the idea that all moms aren't necessarily excited about the motherhood journey. Oh, absolutely. I would have never chosen the word excited when I found out I was pregnant. No excitement. I wasn't thrilled. I wasn't overjoyous. Not ecstatic. Not even happy. I was terrified and nervous. And then I was overwhelmed and then felt so much guilt because I did not want to be a mom at all. I wasn't ready. This wasn't my time. I had life planned out already for me. I knew what I was going to do, career, everything. I had goals. And so how did you shift all of that once you had this little baby in your hands? <sighs> well, even getting there, finding out that I was pregnant and then hearing the the heartbeat of the fetus first because I wasn't sure but once I heard the heartbeat literally I had to pray about it because I was like God I don't want this can't you know if I get rid of it you're gonna be mad at me like what do I do and everything just kept telling me like no I got you you're covered because this is somebody else's lesson Mm. for how to treat women this is karma this is another lesson. This ain't about you and this child. And from that moment, I knew she was a girl. I was like, yep, it's definitely a girl. It, I carried low. Everyone thought I was having a boy. And they were like, no, you're wrong. It's a boy. I was like, watch. It's a girl. Because I heard, I went to sleep. I heard it is karma. And so when you saw her for the first time Ooh. and you held her in your arms, what were you thinking? I was terrified because first she was only four pounds and she was only this big. So I could literally hold her from my fingertips to my inner elbow. And she literally was that big, that small. I was terrified. I was like, now what do I do? You want me to take this home and do what? Like Mm. this, you know, this 
child has a, an entire life and did not ask to be here. Now I didn't ask for her to be here either. And we're just kind of stuck with each other now. Now what do I do? Like. And how did you <laughs> navigate the what's next? Oh. <laughs> Prayer because you couldn't drink. <laughs> I was breastfeeding because I still wanted to do everything right, even though I did not want to be a mom. I still wanted to make sure that I did everything right so that I didn't ruin someone else's life. Mm. This is her life. It's, right. It has nothing to do with me. So I breastfed. I tried to make sure I was healthy. And I tried to pick up something. But in all of that, I lost myself. Mm. Completely lost myself. I'm just now starting to get back to who is C. Agape? Who am I? Outside of being Haley's mom. And how old is Haley? <laughs> She'll be eight. So in the last eight years, it's just literally been all about Haley. Haley. Yep. And everywhere I go, especially in her school district area, if somebody recognizes me, it's only because they know her. Oh, aren't you Haley's mom? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't know my name. Okay, fine. And they go, Okay. You're Miss Ray. Yep. Mm -hmm, yep. That that's me. Sure, I'm Haley's mom. Like, but I am an in individual outside of that. Right. But who is that individual? You know, trying to find what I like to do for fun again. You know, outside of okay, we wake up, bath, school, after school activities, homework, bedtime. You know. Outside of that, what can I do? And how are you how are you fitting yourself back into your life? I know that sounds like a Yeah, how do you fit question. you back into you? Right. Self-care has been my biggest thing because I still have unchecked postpartum symptoms. Mm. And it's been eight years, but unchecked. I haven't seen anybody about it. I refuse to take medication or anything like that for it because I'm a big proponent on you know what? God brought me here for a reason. It's not going to be forever. It's going to be a hard road. And yet things are tough right now to the point where I'm ready to walk away. Most of the time, like, forget it. Walk away from being a mom. What would you do then, though? Figure out who I really am outside of being her mom. So what keeps you from walking away? The fact that she didn't ask to be here. That's right. She did not ask to be here. And outside of her behavior issues that have been going on in the last year, and I really had to chalk it up to 2020 and COVID. Yes. So outside of those issues, she is a sweetheart. And she's thoughtful and she's caring and she's hilarious. She is. That girl has a personality. I was just about to say, she has a lot of personality so much to where me and my unchecked health issues sometimes it's too much for me because I like a quiet house I am an introvert right I like things still and peaceful and she is the complete she takes up a opposite. lot of space oh my goodness for such a tiny person she takes up everything so you said that one of the things that you've been intentional about more recently is your self-care mm -hmm. what does that look like for you me finding weekends to myself my grandparents are huge supporters and they absolutely love her they've helped me raise her since the moment I found out I was pregnant they took us in so and when she's with your grandparents what are you doing for oh, you 
anything, anything and everything. I bought canvas. I bought paint. Um, I'm doing things on the computer, playing around with Canva. I'm playing video games, um, texting girlfriends, even though right now in COVID, you really can't do much. Right. But let's go grab a drink. Let's go be adults. I'm tired of Saturday mom clothes. So I'm also getting up. I'm getting dressed. I'm being intentional about putting on clothes yes. and feeling good. And even if I am overdressed for the occasion, I'm being unapologetic about it. That's uh, Say that again. Because <laughs> somebody else needs to hear that. Like being completely unapologetic. Like I don't care if this was a Saturday chilling in the house and I have on my ball gown and heels. But I know guess what, that. baby? You're going to take this ball gown. <laughs> because... I have to get back into feeling good and I feel good when I look good and when I present myself in the way that does not look like a soccer mom. And, you know, sometimes I do feel really good in my yoga pants. Right. But I want to get out of that and putting on heels for the day, you know, even if they are little tiny booty heels, something, you know, putting on my, you got to put on your Zuri B. You got to rock your Zuri <laughs> Throwing those on, you know, throwing on some earrings outside of my studs. You know, I haven't worn hoops in years. Like getting back to doing that, you know, um, you know, a little bit of makeup here and there. And then some days I'll wake up and just beat my face to the gods and go nowhere. But it, I got up and did something for me. Right. So you're taking back, you're you're taking up some more of the space that you had oh, yeah. kind of surrendered. Mm-hmm. She's going to have to share. Because I've lived in the little tiny box of being just her mom for too long. Seven is a very, it's my favorite number. Seven is my favorite. So I'm like, this is her seventh year. She's about to turn eight. Before she turns eight, mommy's going to know who she is. That's good. Mommy is going to know because it's either me (laughs) or it's nothing because... At the end of the day, if I don't feel good, nothing gets done. Nobody That's right. And you good. can't be a good mom. Yep. I can't be a good mom if I don't feel good. And I'm sure that I am. Some days I don't think I'm a good mom. We all have those days. <sighs> or weeks. Yep. Months. <laughs> last year. I was like, am I doing something wrong? The you last know? year was tough for everybody, though. So I hope you've been giving yourself some grace. That has been the magic word. All of my friends keep saying that. Give yourself some grace. Give yourself some grace. And I had to really find out, well, what does that even look like? For you. Yeah, what is? what does that look like? Because I am my biggest critic. I hold myself accountable for everything. And I hold, you know, my expectations for myself and how I present myself are very high. So you have to hold yourself to the accountable to also having high expectations for caring for yourself and making that room for yourself. Mm -hmm. So what happened over the last year that you realized, like, I need to do this. I need to start taking up a little bit more space. I need to be more than Haley's mom. I think being stuck in the house when I first had my car accident, I was stuck in the house, no work, nothing but her in school. I was dedicated. Okay, I take my baby to school in the morning. I pick her up. I would go and sit around the corner at the Starbucks. But I would be bored because I had no idea what I liked to do for fun and what excited me anymore. Mm -hmm. So I would sit at the Starbucks in the corner and just people watch. Like an old person, just people watching. 
until it was time to pick her up after school. And then we went to the park and playground. So your life literally revolved. Around Haley. And then 2020 happened. Yeah. And then it was just the two of us in the house all day. Right, because she wasn't going to school anymore. And that was a breaking point because I needed separation from just being her mom. With her being at school a couple hours a day, I was fine. I had space. I had, you know, clear mind. But us staring at each other for 10, 12 hours a day. So the pandemic really exacerbated another pandemic that yep. was kind of under the surface. Mm -hmm. It was brewing. It was coming <clears throat> and it was getting ready to spill over. 2020 pushed that thing right over. It's time. You need to figure out who you are because you're going to get lost and then it's going to turn into you are miserable. Yes. And I don't want to be miserable because I keep saying, how dare this person who lives with her mother and pay does not pay a bill. <laughs> Make me miserable. Run everything. <laughs> the audacity. Well, you I have no job. <laughs> I think it's really important. And I want to congratulate you in that you decided this is not going to go on this way because I think a lot of us feel guilty mm -hmm. when we make decisions like that. You know, when we think it's not, or, or people shame you. Yes. Like you're going to do something for yourself. How dare you what about your children? Your yes. Yes. And, and I think that, you know, people need to really realize and have a shift in perspective because if you don't take care of yourself, yeah. even if your kids are dressed to the nines and they're making good grades, there's something they're missing mm -hmm. if you're their sole provider and you're not being taken care of. Yeah, especially being a single mom. Yes. It is just the two of us. So if I don't take care of myself and I don't get it done, I have to put myself first because I've made so many other sacrifices for her. Right. And my whole life, well, her whole life, I have been about her. So if I don't take that time to figure out who I am, this card is just going downhill and it's not stopping. There's no breaks. So since you have been being more intentional about you yeah. and what's important to you and taking care of you, has your mindset and feeling around not wanting to be a mother shifted at all? No, not at all. <laughs> I still to this day like, oh, I'd just rather be the cool auntie and, you know, show up, take the kids out for the weekend and then give them back and I'm like okay how can I have those vibes still <laughs> what have you come up with still nothing yet <laughs> I've been pondering it and talking over with my girlfriends a couple times and okay you know how do I be the cool auntie and they're like you are still her mother and I'm like yes but how do I be her cool auntie instead like somebody else can be her mom you know I'll still take care of her monetary all of that like I'll provide but I want to be the weekend person and, you know, pick up and I want my time back. So it's shifting to, okay, how do I fit that into the compromise? Yeah. How do we compromise? Where's the happy medium? I really, really appreciate your honesty about this because I feel like so much, so many of us hide behind the love of motherhood. Yeah. And, oh, we're supposed to be just so excited to be someone's mom. And, and it's, it's like, hard. And on some days, it's not rewarding. Yeah. And on some days, you feel like you're a complete failure. Mm -hmm. You don't know what you're doing or why you're doing it. Yep. And we don't have these kind of conversations. We don't. And I don't have a lot of 
mom friends to where I can talk this out. All of my girlfriends, you know, either don't have kids or have kids with a partner. Mm-hmm. So they're tag teaming, high fiving, and one's in the ring and one's on the sidelines backing up. And I'm like, it's me in the in the rings. Right. I never get to step out in the sidelines. I'm constantly with my gloves on and right. have to have my defense up to make sure that I won am the protector of everything that goes on with her mentally, physically. I got to be in the ring and on guard. I never get a moment to just ah, relax, step back, you know, watch from the sidelines and be the lookout person, you know. No. Nah. It's But exhausting. that's changing. It is. I'm trying to. You're doing it. And, you know, and also, you know, praying that, you know, you guys, if you see my husband anywhere, let him know (laughs) that I am waiting and I need help. I need backup. Like, if he's got a child, that's fine. We can tag team and help each other out because teamwork makes the dream work. Yes. But until then, though, I think, (laughs) you know, part of your self-care is not only taking up more room, but making sure that Haley understands that that is important. Mm -hmm. Getting back to being me, finding out who I am and still allowing her to have her childhood and have her freedom and be her and not stop her or, you know, make her shrink in any way. No, she's free to be whoever she wants. You know, me not wanting to be a parent has nothing to do with who she is as a person. Right. Absolutely. they have nothing to do with each other. She's a great person. She's a funny kid. I absolutely love her, and I want her to shine and thrive. And I told her, I said, I will buy you all of the things if you move out. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. What would you say to the mom who's listening, who's kind of in the struggle with, you know, never really wanting to be a mom, but she's a mom, and she's just struggling with how to navigate the journey? The first thing I would say is own your truth. The faster you own your truth and actually say it, say it out loud, I do not want to be a parent, the faster you can get over that hurdle. Does not mean that you're a bad person. Does not mean that you still can't take care of your child. It's still your truth. I do not want to be a parent. And that's why she's one and done. She don't have siblings because I do not never wanted to be but I thank God for her and I will still take care of her so if you're struggling own it own it and then talk to people talk to people you know if you ever have a thought of doing what's not right you know in that journey really talk to people reach out yeah there's so many groups there's so many other women other moms you know anybody that would be able to help you the moment it starts looking dark and it looks like, yeah, you might do something to really not be a parent. Right. Then you need to speak to somebody. You know, mine is just, can you go to college already so I can buy you a house and a car and you cannot live with me? That, you know, I'll see this through, but, you know, we can be neighbors. (laughs) Can you move out? (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Well, I want to thank you again for, you know, being honest owning your truth and being willing to share it and creating this space for us to be able to have these kind of conversations where you don't have to feel bad about how you feel and you don't have to allow how you feel to consume your life. Absolutely. Right. No shame, no guilt, safe spaces. Own your stuff. 
That's right. Well, where can the members of our community find you in these internet streets? Ooh, nowhere. <laughs> I am an introvert whose favorite color is gray and black. Please do not look me up. Don't find me. Please do not. Okay. I, I, no. Again, she owns her truth. <laughs> she owns her truth. Unapologetically. Yeah. Now you can find Haley. <laughs> Haley is the extrovert. And she is very social. You can find her at Hey Jelly Bean on social media, on Instagram. You can find her on TikTok. Is it H-A-Y? Uh, H-E-Y dot Jelly Bean. Okay. Hey Jelly Bean. I'll make sure we put that in the show notes. Yep. And of course, you can read C's story in Scenes from a Single Mom, Volume 4, when it drops in August. Woo! And just to reiterate what um, C said, you know, seek help. Look for support, and we always leave you with this truth. We don't grow alone. This podcast and the scenes from a single mom books ensure you don't have to. We'll see you next time. Thank you again for tuning in to this week's episode of the Scenes from a Single Mom podcast. If you were blessed by this episode, please take a moment or two and leave us a review. Because when you do, you create an opportunity for another mom to find us and get the tips, tools, and tea that we share here as you grow through on your motherhood journey. And if you're not already, be sure to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow us at When She Thrives so that you are aware of all the greatness that is going on with When She Thrives out here in these streets. And last but certainly not least, grab your copies of Scenes from a Single Mom, Volumes 1 and 2, and of course, 3 and 4 are coming soon. Thank you again for listening, and we will chat with you next week.